Jenny Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hi, everyone. I'm really glad that you joined me for today's episode. In each of these short episodes, I try to begin by doing some kind of slowdown tool or grounding tool to help your body slow down and your mind to be more focused. In today's, I'd like to teach you a short and practical grounding tool. I love grounding tools because they help us pay attention to what's going on inside of us and or outside of us and keep us present in the moment. A lot of times they use the five senses and today we're gonna use sight. So right now, wherever you are, I want you to name five things that you see in the room. That's it, that's all, just five things. So for me right now, I see a couch, I see a microphone, I see a desk, I see the carpet, I see a quilt hanging on the wall. What do you see? Okay, really simple, really practical, and it helps us get right back to the moment of where we are in the present. Not what we were thinking about and what's going on later today, but right here in this moment, what is happening around you? In today's episode, I'm going to be a little vulnerable with you and share something that's been going on in my personal life recently. Now, as a therapist, and specifically a therapist that works often with people with anxiety, sometimes trauma, and a lot of eating disorders, the body is something that gets talked about a lot. And I can preach and preach and preach about how we need to have grace, grace, and more grace for our bodies, for their weaknesses, for their fragility, for their flaws, and that we can be proud of their strengths. And I think most of the time, we don't give them credit for what they do for us as much as what they look like or what they don't look like. Now, I personally have been around and around with my own relationship with my body. And if you've listened to this podcast long, you've probably heard a bit about that. One of the areas of that has to do with joint hypermobility, which has been kind of an ongoing thing for the last 10 years that's caused me some instability, some pain here and there. But over the last two years, I would say, I've learned how to manage it pretty well. And although it's annoying and it's not something I can completely forget about, I feel like I've learned, you know, how to do my day-to-day life and really do the things that I want to do almost to the point that I can forget about it, which has been awesome. But then occasionally I get reminded of my own fragility. And you know what? I really, really think that this is true for all of us, which is why I want to bring it up today in this episode. So over the last couple of weeks, we've been quarantined here at our house because one of my children tested positive for COVID. Good times. Thankfully, everybody's healthy, so no worries. But while we were all trapped in our house, I decided to do some soul care for myself. And I said to my husband, honey, would you watch the kids? I'm going to take a quick walk. Well, um, we have a gravel driveway. And I took a misstep and managed to sprain my ankle on that walk. So I don't know that it was really great for my self-care overall. 
And when I do an injury, I do it well. So there was lots of swelling, lots of bruising. And I felt incredibly frustrated to be number one, trapped in a house with all my children for the whole week and all the, all the things that we needed to do with virtual school and everything else. And as a mom of four, it's really hard for me to sit back and put my foot up and just rest. And I really, really felt, you guys, like as much as I preach, preach, preach about slow down and self-care and soul care, I'm preaching about that because most of the time I'm preaching to myself because I am not good at slowing down. I'm just not good at it. And I take on too much and I volunteer myself and I'm very idealistic about how much I can get done and then I get overwhelmed. And don't you know, I knew I was in that place and I was even praying about it. And then I feel like God just called the brakes before my car hit the wall with being overwhelmed and everything shut down for two weeks. First my home, then our schooling, then all my kids' schedules, then all of our outside schedules, and then literally my body got shut down because I had to be still and quiet and rest my ankle. And so I was really trying to think about it like a severe mercy that the Lord has given me because I really felt like that's what it was. I mean, as frustrating as it was, and I won't tell you that I wasn't frustrated about it because it's very frustrating, I really felt like it was God's call to me that if I couldn't slow down myself, then he was going to slow me down. But here is why I bring it up for you today. Because over the last week, and as much as I've preached to clients in my office and good friends and even on this podcast about having grace for our bodies, living that is a completely different thing. If any of you have had any kind of injury or ongoing health crisis, chronic illness, you know that it's one thing to preach a good preaching And it's another thing to have to live it. It's not fun and it's not easy. And I think it completely fits into why the Lord talks about the body of Christ as being the church. And I want to read to you a passage about that from 1 Corinthians 12 today. So if you want to read along with me, it is in 1 Corinthians 12. We're going to start at verse 12. And I am reading in the ESV version. And Paul says, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greater honor, and our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. 
But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. I think about how he says, if one member suffers, all suffer together. Because you know what? My left ankle is a very small part of my body, but it's pretty integral. And the minute that it is not working well, it affects the whole entire body. I have to go slowly down the stairs. I can't just take off running when I want to. And I have to put it up when I go to sleep so that it doesn't get hurt in the night when I'm trying to rest. And I think the same is true, friends, for the body of Christ. Because you know what? Some people get a great place of honor in the body of Christ, in our churches. And some people don't get as much recognition, but all of them are important. And when he says, if one member suffers, all suffer together, I think that's so important for us to remember. And if one is rejoicing, we can all rejoice together because there's no member of Christ's church, of his body, that doesn't affect all the other members. And Christ is our head. He holds us all together. So just like we need to have grace for our bodies, the parts that we love and the parts that cause us trouble sometimes, I think the same is true in the body of Christ. The weaker members are just as important as those who are prominent and get a lot of attention. And all of them need recognition, and all of them need care, and all of them need grace. What about you? Is there a part of your body that you haven't been giving as much attention as it needs, or that you haven't been having grace for when it really needed it? I encourage you this week, hopefully you don't get to the point where God makes you slow down, but I encourage you this week to make a choice to honor all the parts of your body and take care of yourself just the way that you need to. And the same for the people in your church and in your community. Pay attention to who are those who are being left out but maybe need a little extra care. And now, as we prepare to move on to the next part of our day, a benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.